0: Good afternoon, and thank you for joining my podcast, Pain with a Purpose, uh, Episode 3, and this is called Burden. Um, um, first and foremost, I want to thank you. If you got a chance to listen to Episode 1 and 2, I truly, truly appreciate it. A um, high overview of 1 and 2 was basically... Um, my very first attack, called the background. My very first attack with MS, um, at the time, at that particular time, which was four years ago, um, that attack was diagnosed as CIS, because in order to actually be diagnosed with MS, you have to have those attacks multiple times, (laughs) multiple tests to be ran, Um, and I'm going to tell you as we go through this journey, it took them three years, uh, to actually diagnose me with MS, um, regardless of how many lesions were on my brain, regardless of the pain that I was going through, none of it mattered until one particular time I went to the hospital. Well, not to the hospital, to the doctor um, because I was struggling with yet another what I call an episode. Um, I call them flare-ups episodes or whatever when I'm going through pain, Um, which actually signals that a lesion is inflamed and is communicating to my body to attack it. So. and we'll, like I said, we'll continue to discuss this. So I do thank you for coming along with me on this journey. Um, today we'll talk about burden. Um, in the last episode, and why I named titled this one burden. Um, in the last episode, I also talk about how I didn't want to be a burden to um, anyone. Not my kids, not my loved ones, not my parents, nothing, no one. I never wanted to be a burden. I still don't want to be a burden. In um, that burden and that mindset, and I. this will give you a, a background on my childhood and why I'm so stubborn when it comes to feeling like I don't want to be a burden to nobody. Um, so... I will talk about my childhood um, because my son, my oldest son, was like, Mom, you need to talk about your childhood. So I said, okay, Pooh Monster, I will. Um, (laughs) So um, I did grow up in a two-parent household. Um, Both my parents are still married. Uh, They've been married for 47 years. Um, Kudos to them because I couldn't do it. (laughs) Not that I don't want to do it, but I failed at that. Um, In my mind, I failed at being married. Um, But that's another topic for another conversation. Uh, Another (laughs) podcast. You know what the hell I'm saying. Um, So they've been married 47 years Um, I have an older brother who will be 45 in November I just turned 40 in June Um, growing up um, as kids as an adult now and I look back on my childhood as a child I know my parents loved me as an adult (laughs) That's what I look back on. I know they love me. Um, I know they did the best they could with me in raising me because of who I am today. And who I've raised my kids and continue to raise my kids today. So I know that. But at the time, growing up, I didn't know that. I didn't know that they loved me. I didn't feel it. I'm going to honestly tell you, I didn't feel it. And you wonder, how could you not feel it? Um, I'll tell you why I couldn't feel it. Um, I really didn't feel loved at all. Uh, Although I was very spoiled. I didn't realize that back then either. Uh, I was very privileged. I I mean, just having a two-parent home. And my parents are involved in my school, all this. But I still didn't feel like I was loved. I didn't. I just didn't. Um, and there are a lot of times as of now, if you have kids who even before preteen to teenage years and maybe even younger sometimes who go through that thought process is I'm not loved. My parents don't love me. I've heard so many parents. I've heard so many kids say my parents don't love me. And these kids can be the most um, well taken care of kids ever but if a parent say no to one thing or they don't like what they're hearing or they don't like the rules of the house my parents don't love me and I know y'all know what I'm talking about because you went through it as a child just like I went through it as a child my parents, didn't. I felt like my parents didn't love me. So it's not a knock to them. I'm not saying that they didn't love me because I know they did. I know even as an adult and I knew back then, I just didn't know. I didn't know how to really understand and comprehend it for myself. Because again, I was a child. My mom and them say no to something. Oh, they don't love me. Not saying that everything they did was perfect in raising me. And I'm not saying I was the perfect child. <laughs> I guarantee you I wasn't. Uh, so needless to say, um, my dad, he actually had two strokes before I was born, um, which left him paralyzed in his left arm and his left leg. Now my dad has always worked um, up until I was 12. And, um, my daddy walks, walked with a limp. He could still walk, but he just needed a brace on his left leg. Um, it, Like I said, my dad always worked up until I was 12. And the reason why I say 12 is because my daddy went blind at the age of 12 um, from diabetes. So, um, I do make sure my kids are tested for diabetes, that I'm tested for diabetes. Um, because I don't want that... Um, that disease to (laughs) impact them or myself as they get older or their kids kids you know and going on and on and on but that's stuff I worry about but so with the diabetes the stroke my mom had to be the person had to be the one the head of the household and I know um, that's not how that goes in the Bible I know the man is supposed to love his wife like he loves the church I know the man is supposed to be the head of the household the man is and the wife is supposed to be submissive now understand this my mama is submissive to my dad um, <laughs> and I'm going to tell you even when I got married at the age of 22 I, I was not messing with no submission there was not gonna be a submission for me. I wasn't doing it. <laughs> no. But it was like a big discussion. I'm not doing it. I'm just not doing it. No. It was almost like, and I ain't gonna say almost like it was a rebellion <laughs> to be submissive to a man. <laughs> no, thank you. Um and going back going back to my mom, my mom worked at her job for, like, 45 years. 45 years, same job she got when she was 18, retired after, I think she retired at 65. Yeah, somewhere in there. Um, If not further than 65, I don't know. But, like I said, that one job, 18 years, she's had it. I mean, I mean, at 18 years old, not 18 years, she worked on her job for 40 some years. Um, But she started when she was 18 years old. I don't know anybody that can work at their job from the time they turn 18 to the time they uh, retire. I don't know, that's, (laughs) God bless us all. And my mom is the oldest of seven kids so my mom took care of the kids too to help my grandma Um, my mom and my grandma are literally the strongest women I know in my life Um, I honestly truly think because my mom had to be the leader the head of the household due to my dad's disability um that molded me into who I am and why I act the way I act um as far as being stubborn and don't want nobody to take care of me. I don't want you to take care of me. My job is to take care of you. There's always been this thing um, people would ask me, because I want another child or whatever the case might be. Um, And people would be like, you want another child? Oh, my God, why? And I, I really truthfully, I will tell you, there's nothing in this world that I'm more clear about than being a mother. Period. I never questioned it. I never have. Um, God blessed me at 16 to have my son. Now I know you say, oh, she had a child at 16. How is that a blessing? Let me tell you how it's a blessing because my son saved me. God at that time said, you going to have this baby. And my son both of my children are my pride and joy I choke up when I think about them but my inferny the oldest um yes I had him at 16 I still graduated co- uh, Still graduated high school I graduated college uh, I still got married um I got divorced but I still got married <laughs> I did it right the second time um but Anthony has never went without um, That within itself is a testimony. Because there's so many women who do have kids at a younger age. I'm not going to knock it. I just know as a parent, if I had a daughter, I would do things a little bit different um, <laughs> around that age. Because I don't want you to make any of the decisions that I could have that I made back then and I worry about my sons too like even now I be like please don't have no kids (laughs) first of all I'm 40 and I don't want to be a grandmother right now but I always tell him enjoy your life enjoy your life no responsibility work enjoy your life travel do you please I want you to go out and enjoy life don't do anything stupid, but enjoy life. And then maybe later on, once you continue to grow and mature and you grow with someone, then you can talk about getting married and having kids and all this jazz. But hey, go do you. Please do. Please do. I tell anybody that please do. Um, because one thing I've learned is the years of 20 to 30 you go through so many different changes as a person you're still trying to figure out who you are as a person um and i can honestly tell you i didn't know who i was as a person and it wasn't until i was in my 30s that i knew exactly what i wanted what i didn't want and what i was gonna tolerate and what i wasn't gonna tolerate um i became better in my 30s um (laughs) i'm gonna get greater (laughs) Is that a word? Is that really a word? <laughs> In my 40s. I don't shy away from my age. Because I don't look it. So, hey, I embrace it. It's a beautiful thing. But let me get back to <laughs> my parents and my childhood. Um, like I said, I didn't feel it. I didn't feel love. I did. Um, there were things that I would look back on and be like, that wasn't a that wasn't punishment to me punishment for me by my parents but I looked at it back then as punishment and my whole thought process was they don't love me so but that wasn't true and I know it, know it with my whole heart my parents love me <laughs> to death uh, my brother loves me to death um but who I am stems a lot from my mom uh like I said my mom had to raise the seven siblings to help my grandma raise the seven her brothers and sisters Uh, and my mom has always taken care of other people not just my dad my mom her whole life has taken care of other people um and there are a few times, <laughs> there's only been one time. My mother has been in the hospital once. And I thank God I was, <laughs> you know, responsible uh, enough to be there for her because my mom never had that. My mom and my dad couldn't do it. So I'm going to step in and help my mom Um but my mom really made me very independent (laughs) and I don't think she realized that um and that independence um it grew it grows now continuing and I'm stubborn especially since I was diagnosed since not just diagnosed since I've been going through this situation this um disease that there's no cure for she made me she molded me into who a lot of who I am um, and I thank her for that because I am independent I am responsible I am a great mother um, I'm a hard worker I'm on work I told you 40 some years same job never left and I thank them for it. I am so grateful for who they made me to be. So my thought process going through this is that I don't want to be taken care of. I, my job is to take care of you. My job is to take care of my kids. My job is to take care of them, my husband. <laughs> um, I know better next time. <laughs> I would know better, but that's my job. Um, and one thing I had to learn was I had to learn how to take care of me on my own. And I fight because I don't want that burden. On anyone. I don't want nobody to have to put their life on hold for me. And now that my mom put her life on hold for my dad because my mom still travel, my mom still shops. She has stuff delivered every single day of her life. My mom went on to have her dreams still transpire all while still being married and faithful to my dad. So I know that who they groomed me to be is who I am. And I know that in my mind that I don't want to, I don't want nobody to have a, I don't want people to feel sorry for me. And that's my thought process when it comes to being a burden. I don't want you to feel sorry for me. Please don't. I don't want you to be like, oh, no. If I hear a oh, I'm probably going to curse you out or look at you real, real crazy and be like, what the fuck you doing that for? Because I don't want you to do that. I want your damn pity. I don't. Are there times where I need help? Yes. And it takes a lot. And I do mean a lot for me to say I need help. And I mean, I really have to be damn near ready to go to the hospital before I say I need help. And I'm working on it. (laughs) I am working on it. Um, but that's the reason why I don't want to be a burden at all. I don't want to, I don't want to be a burden to anyone else because of my childhood, because of how my parents created me and molded me to be, because my job on this earth is to be a mother to care for others not for somebody to care for me and i know that may sound crazy you know and don't get me wrong i have self-help care for myself is there i take care of myself as well (laughs) me i don't nobody else does just i i take care of me I make sure because number one mentally if you are not taking care of yourself first how can you take care of somebody else and I make sure I I take time for me Uh, but I'm not asking anybody else to take time for me and help and care for me I'm doing that myself because that's what I've been groomed to do and being a burden is not in my DNA. It's just not. Um and when I came home after my very first attack when I came home I broke down. I broke down because I couldn't pick up a brush to brush my hair. Now you like a brush? Yes a whole brush little bitty brush that don't weigh even a pound. I couldn't pick it up. I could not physically pick it up without being in excruciating pain. My arms were weak. My legs were weak. Everything was weak. And if I held it, it was so excruciatingly painful for me that I couldn't even lift my arms up to brush my hair. That's how bad it was. Um, And I broke down. Because I'm like, I can't even brush my own hair. Who's going to take care of me? Again, I'm still married. I still, my kids are still around. You know, we're all still living in the house. But my thought process was, I'm not going to be a burden. I'm not. I'm just not going to be a burden. How can I get through this? How can I get my strength back so I can brush my hair? how can I get my strength back so nobody else has to brush my hair for me how can I get my strength back so I don't have to constantly keep going through this pain after pain after pain after pain pain, not being able to hold this or right here or walk or talk how can I get through that and if you don't if you've never been in the house with me um I play music. Music it is my sound. It, it helps releases a lot of frustration. It relaxes me. Music, music to me does wonders for the brain. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's some history and case study about it and tell you why. I don't feel like talking about why, but it helps me. Music helps me and at the time i did turn to gospel i didn't turn to the bible yet but i did turn to gospel music because there's one thing i never stopped praying stopped doing was praising god few and far in between but i never stopped doing it i wasn't in devotions and in the bible as much but my gospel music I got to praise God. And I put on the song, It Ain't Over. By, uh, let me see. And I think I talked about this before, It Ain't Over. Um, Of course, you know. And they say, It Ain't Over Until God Says It's Over. see who the hell saying says huh but again it is what I think about and from that moment on I knew from that day it was like three maybe the third or fourth day coming out of the hospital that I was having this moment about being a burden and not being able to brush my hair, that I played that song. And I just kept saying, it ain't over. I'm not dead, it ain't over. Until God says it's done. So I was telling myself, soak up them tears, cause you're not gonna be a burden. Get it together and get your strength back. It's gonna take some rest, it's gonna take time. But this ain't over. You are a fighter. And you're going to fight this thing. tooth and nails. So that you never have to be a burden. To anyone. That you can continue to take care of. Everyone. Including yourself. But never have to be. A burden. To anybody else. And. That is why. I feel the way I feel about feeling like I don't want to be a burden to anyone. Um I'm not going to deny and say that my strength does not come from God because it does. Every ounce of strength that I have, every weakness that I've had, He's made perfect. Through His will and His through His grace and mercy, and I thank Him for it. I thank Him for it every day, morning and night, and in between. I thank God for it. You don't. I think people. We live in a society where everything has to be done like right away. Everything is done, split second. That's not how God works. It wasn't over that day, and I'm in a different place than I was when I first had my attack. And I can deal with it to not be a burden to no one. And I thank God for it. I do. I thank God for it. Um, I find a balance between not being a burden, but also allowing people to help me. Um, and not be prideful about it and I appreciate them so much because for you are my hope oh Lord God you are my confidence from my youth Psalm so 71 5 so today that's how I end um this podcast uh, if you want to leave any message or comment I will have a link on this podcast if I'm not mistaken it'll be the first time I know how to do it if it don't work please don't you can always send me a message <laughs> but we're going to try today to see if you can leave a message if you have any comments or any shared thoughts or any testimony that you want to talk about um i'm here to listen and i am gonna keep trying to encourage others to keep fighting to keep going that it ain't over if you're breathing it's not over i know people think that's so simple but it is just that simple you still have a purpose you still have a purpose regardless, regardless of what you're going through. Your pain has a purpose. And you might not know it today, but I guarantee you you will know it. It takes time. Trust in God. Trust in yourself. And I will end that for today. So thank you all for joining. I appreciate you all and you have a good rest of the day.